Hello, my randoms. How are you? I hope that you have had a phenomenal week thus far. And if for some reason you have not, I pray by the end of this episode, there is a shift in the atmosphere and in your spirit. Now, come on now. We, we need to have an amazing meeting today. So we need some supplies. Go ahead and grab a pen and paper. Let's take some notes. Grab a snack because, you know, I like the snack when I'm learning and then bring a buddy because sharing is caring and come on over here to the corner where we have our most potent conversations on Nina's random corner. My friends, I am excited to be with you, be here with you on this grand day because God is good, right? Let's give him some glory. Insert the fake audience clap now. Okay, I, I don't have a fake audience clap, but if I had one, that's where I would insert it, like right there. But either way, either way, I want to talk to you about something that has been put on my heart. And I feel that it's a lesson that we all can um, learn and grow and be developed in. And that's the understanding of sin. Right. I know. Don't log off because people are always talk about sin and sin is not the most comfortable conversation to have because it talks about um, not pleasuring the flesh. And when you ain't pleasuring your flesh, you feel like it's a punishment, but it's not right. It's not because there are pleasures and pleasure teas in serving God. OK, we just have to unlearn and relearn. Right. I'm not going to get into all that. I'm going to stick with the subject. I know I go squirrel chasing sometimes, so keep me focused, but don't log off. I want to talk to you about understanding sin, because first of all, you need to understand that sin is any failure to conform to God's standards in act, attitude or nature. All right. That's that's what you hear. That's what people tell you all the time. It gets diluted um, and it gets um, watered down. I know. But we're going to stick to the biblical. What God says, not what we think. So stay with me and take your notes. The first thing that God um, was putting on my heart was understanding that I was being a little too casual with sin. And what I mean by not me sinning, but by understanding of it, it was casual. I knew that sin is existed. I knew um, its origin and uh, I knew to be mindful and watchful of it. Right. However, I, I, I was more so treating sin. Let me go into my Nina isms. I was more so treating sin like uh, an alley cat. Right now. I, I use that for that that term because I don't trust alley cats. Them things is crazy. Have you ever dealt with an alley cat? Them things is crazy. Get the swiping up your love. All you hear is and then they crazy. So I'm mindful of them, but I'm not fearful of them. I just watch. Come on, Holy Spirit. I just watch out for them. Right. But I want you to understand that that the Bible speaks of sin like a prowling animal. Right. It talks about it in Genesis when it talked about Cain and Abel and it talked about how sin is is as outside your door desiring. Right. You desiring you. And so when I think of that, I think of like a hyena and I know I went far. I went far from a from an alley cat to a hyena. But stay with me. OK. Um, I think of a hyena because they have the same sense of predator in them, but it's more intense, right? Like they literally is out to get you and they waiting 
on a moment. They are continuously stalking. They are waiting on a moment for you to slip up so they can devour you. Now that I've created that visual, I want you to understand that that is sin. That sin wants to devour you. Okay, and so I need to give it to you in biblical text and I'm going to keep giving it to you in a visual to where you can understand. But stay with me, take your notes and make sure that you are writing these um, Bible verses down so you can go and get fed for yourself, my friends. Okay, we coming out of Genesis, Genesis four to be exact. I spoke about um, Cain and Abel. If you were able to check out a prior episode or you were able to check out Bible study a couple of weeks ago, um, with Contagious Life Church, we on Facebook, plug in. But I talked about Cain and Abel, okay? And I talked about how Cain was so angry that he was rejected or that he wasn't accepted in the way that he felt that he should, that he gave in to sin. Okay, we got that. I got that. But God left me there in Genesis. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'll read it again. What, what do you want me to take away from this? And God is so good. Y'all, insert audience applause. I still don't have it. Okay, anyhow. So God took me back there and he and he taught me that in Genesis four, it wasn't that Cain's offering was horrible. It wasn't just that because I was still on that. Like I could see him being mad. Like I could see him being angry that it wasn't acceptable. Like he messed up. That rejection made him feel some kind of way. But God said it was not that it was his overall attitude of his mind and his heart. See, God sees beyond what the flesh sees. God sees the sin that's rooted in the sin that we let um, um, resonate and, 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 and marinate deep down tucked in because we think that if it's not visible, it's not an issue. But God sees those things and he's seen that in Cain and that's what was distasteful. That's what he rejected. Right. And so we have to realize, I'm going to say Cain and like us. We have to be acceptable according to God's standards, not our own. And see, the issue be is when God says that's not it, you missing the mark, right? Are you able to not become angry? Are you able to let God, okay, say, God, well, clean me out then. Whatever I'm not, then clean me out. Or do you take that rejection, tuck it, take it as a sting, and then keep going, right? You have to go in and do a search, you have to go in and do a clean out. See, because what Cain didn't do, right? Cain didn't go and say, okay, well, God, search me out then. Help me um, um, clean this sin out. Cain in 4.8, Genesis 4.8, he rose up against Abel. That means that he, he, he let all that fury, all that that was locked in, he let the sin devour him, right? Instead of seeking atonement. Meaning that he was seeking the rec the rec the reconciliation of God. He wanted to to be like God. Okay, you know, clean me out, God, clean me out, right? He wasn't seeking reparation for the wrong. Come on, y'all. He wasn't asking for repentance, a change of the mind and the heart. God, turn me around then. Right. Allowing sin to fester is like hiding the devil unattended. He's going to run amok in your world, in your life, in the inside, flaring up, triggering. So if instead of acknowledging um, Cain's own sinfulness and seeking atonement, Cain shed innocent blood and the expression of continued rebel. OK, hear what I just said. The expression of continued 
rebel. He already was being a rebel. He was already sinning when God didn't accept his, his offering because God said your mind and your heart ain't well. But instead of seeking that atonement, seeking that, 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 that reparation, seeking that repentance, he allowed it to fester. And then he allowed that to be a continuance of the sin. See how sin just crept on in there, tore them up, right? This affected many because the word went in. Come on, Holy Ghost. The word went in to show me that when you sin, when you start creating that, you start creating a riff. That is where, watch this. In my, in my, in my mind, in my understanding right now, come through Holy Ghost. That's when the first generational curses started right there. Cain passed his sin and his rebellion down and it affected children. That's why God says that death can't even stop sin. Sin is something that just gets in and starts corrupting. And even after death, there is still a payment due. It went to the kids. And I know you probably like. Nina, what you mean it go? It went to the kids. And listen, I'm a, you go read it for yourself. I'm going to jump ahead in my notes a little bit. But if you go check out 4, 18 through 24, it says, basically, as the family grew, it became more and more distant from God's plans. They basically was taking God's word and twisting them for their own flesh. You know, he was in there mocking like, if... Uh, um, if, if basically if God said that, um, the mark on Cain's head is, you know, it's times this, then I know that it's times this for me. Like he was basically mocking God. I'm gonna let you go in there and read it for yourself before 18 through 24. It definitely shows you how, what Cain did shed it down to his kids and his kids became even more distant with every generation, right? Of that sin, clean that sin up. But anyways, let me focus. Let me focus because I want you to know also it talked about it said in 412 when you allow sin to come in, you know, you got authority. You have power, right? You are a inheritance of the most high, right? So listen, when you start to drift away from God, when you start to allow sin to come in, which cannot mix with God, oil and water, come on. You start to lose your authority and you become a fugitive. Read your word. You become a fugitive. A fugitive is someone who is always running and hiding to avoid punishment. Oh, my God. Come on now. Come on. It talked about in 413. We just moving down. We just moving down four. Come on. The act of selfishness. That even when God told him, hey, this is what is happening. This is where you at. This is what this is what you've done. I know. Repent. He he went into a woe is me. Oh, I can't handle this. I can't. You, you couldn't see past the punishment. He couldn't see past the consequences. So instead of him saying, oh, God, clean it out, whatever it takes, God, let me bear my cross. He decided to be a fugitive. But let me tell you all what I do know for certain. Let's take a little pause. What blessed me so much that in 415, even still, God was still merciful to him. Oh, God, God is still so good and so kind. He was still so merciful to him. He was. But anyhow, anyhow, move forward, move forward. 
Um, until corruption is fully removed, my friends, it will continue to destroy for generations, for generations, right? And so you have to, again, understand that sin is like a prowling animal that desires you. So it's not going to just get in and move slow. It's invasive. It's an invasive species. It is going to take over and run amok in your life as far as you let it. Sin is definitely a choice. It's a choice. There is no middle road. If you continue to read in four, you will see where God, God shows you that there is no middle road. It's left or it's right. Right. It's, 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 it's the left. It's the right. Right. Where are you going with God? Are you going with this? Why I say choose now who you will serve. And it shows you that in his word all through four. Right. It shows you all through four that all you have to do is surrender to God, surrender your will, because if not again, sin can be handed down. And so I know I did all this and you like, Nina, where are you going with this? I'm going to this because I wanted you to understand what sin is and what sin can do. If you don't understand how lethal sin is and how it, one thing that you do that you allow to fester, how will it affect your kids and your kids, kids read Cain and Abel. Right. But if you're wondering how, how to clean it out, go to Proverbs. In Proverbs 423, brother Paul told us about guarding our heart. He talked about what you say, what you see, what you do. Right. You must sassitate your heart. And what I mean by um, sassitate your heart, it means to satisfy to fool. That means don't take a little bit of the medicine. Fill up on God. Right. Um, it talks about. Um, having diligence and, and I, I, I use the word diligence. I know what diligence is, but then when I, when I wrote it, when I had to look it up while I was studying, let me tell you what, how it blessed me because diligence means having or showing care or conscientious conscientiousness in one's work. So I was like, Oh God, what does conscientiousness mean? And God says conscientious means the quality of, um, the quality of wishing to do One's work well and thoroughly. So you're always searching in yourself. You're always searching within to say, God, you know, search me, Lord. Show me what I need to clean up. Don't let sin fester in me. Right. That those are the things um, how you allow God to clean you out. That's how you avoid letting that sin fester. So keep going, taking all your medicine of God. Stay away from being prideful. Learn how to have um, humility, right? Humility means to have an accurate evaluation of yourself, right? That's what Paul is talking about. Guarding your heart, being diligent about it, right? Be having an authentic appreciation of others, Every good thing in our life, my friends, is either a result of what God or what others have done for us. Acknowledging those things, allowing God to always remove that pridefulness that's in us. Understanding sin, understanding sin and not being casual in that understanding, understanding that sin is not like that casual alley cat. Sin is like that crazy meat bone crushing hyena that is seeking to devour us. Understanding that will keep you diligent and keep you vigilant and keep you humble and accepting God's correction. That's it right there. Accepting when you're wrong. 
accepting when 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 it's not when your gift is your offering ain't good and saying, God, why not show me so that I can make it better and not becoming a fugitive. Man, this this blessed me. This blessed me. I hope it blessed you. It was good meat. It's good eating. Right. Go read Genesis four. Read about Cain and Abel. Understand sin. Go read Proverbs four, four twenty three to be exact. But Proverbs in its full entirety is meaty. Um, go check it out. Whatever is in you um, that, you know. Is 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 not of God. It's time to clean it out. It's time to ask for God to do a good clean out. Right. Anyways. I hope this blessed you all. Um, come back and chill out with me next week on the Random Corner. Invite a friend. Um, keep up with me during the week on Facebook. Um, Nina Lewis, Nina's Random Corner. Go check me out on um, Instagram, Nina Rand Nina's Random Corner. And um, tell a friend, right? Because we trying to grow and strengthen the body of Christ. And we do that through self-development, self-reflection uh, and community. I love you all. Have the most amazing day.